What's happening, all my quality friends out there? Yo, yo. Uh, we just finished up the episode with Megan, one of my oldest and longtimest friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was fun to have her in. I haven't seen her in a while, which is my bad because I suck as a friend. But uh, it was great having Megan in to talk about a couple things and hear her side on personalities. And Yeah, that was my favorite thing. Just sort of like introspection, personalities, like social expectations. How do you mix all of that yet still be the person that you are? So it was like this super like deep dive on like what makes somebody a person. Um, so it was really good. Yeah, we got to learn about why Megan is a big D and why Min is a small D. That's yes. right. You better check that yeah. one out. Sure. Yeah, it would sound great. I think decibels. You, I think you guys sound amazing. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Like five, like five stars. Good. Yeah, I'm just, I, girl. I gave you that five stars. I know. You know I, know. I, did. I know. We're officially an iTunes rated podcast now. Oh, who, hell who is yeah. the fifth person? I don't know. Some rando. Really? That's nice. Some Swedish guy. <laughs> yeah, in Sweden we love your show. It's so good. Yeah. That's it makes me realize so Americans nice. are so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Welcome to the Quality Under Pressure podcast, a podcast that reminds you that a quality conversation is still pressure. Under pressure. Quality <laughs> you podcast. Fucked up. You fucked up. You fucked up. <laughs> I didn't fuck up, but like after I inserted a new word that I don't normally say, I was like, oh, I'm just going to run with this. And Yeah, and it came out really smooth. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> your day job. I believed it. <laughs> Thank I, you. I believed it until... <laughs> These two assholes yeah. ruined it. It's okay. Ruined. Fake it till you make it. Dean and Dow are back in the room, yeah. uh, and we have a, every guest is special. Yeah, yeah, not all of them, though. But this one is extra special, Aww. because it's a childhood friend of all of us. Uh, did, and you heard the episode where I talked about our camping trip? I did. Okay. I did. I told. I actually called my mom, and I was like, Mom, mm-hmm. they have this podcast, and we got a <laughs> shout out right away. That was so <laughs> awesome. Uh, we should talk about that. But our guest of the day, your name is Megan. It Thank sure you is. for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm yeah. so excited. I'm excited too. I think the last like three episodes, three or four episodes have been guys. Mm-hmm. And I've been really thinking about that. I'm like, I, we need to talk to more females um, because the world doesn't need more male opinion. <laughs> so we really need more females to come in. So when yeah. Dawson was like, yeah, Megan can come in, I was like, that's great. Heck yeah. Yeah. You saying that, man, really makes me think my skin is really smooth thanks to my Gillette razor. Yes. So yeah, yeah man, I just let it up yeah you and you got a female in like you're exactly yeah. what they're trying to do you're trying to be one of those good dudes <laughs> it's amazing that's it's right. so not your brand the best but... the best a man can get the best a person can get yeah they, oh wow yeah yeah but i was Rusty. referencing when did we go on that camp was that in college or high school um i think it was oh i think it was still high school okay it was like the summer of junior year i think wow i was, think Wow, we were still we were young because Kevin high and school. Kevin and Dick were really young when we went. Yes, yeah. Wow, that's incredible. But it was like this great camping trip that we went on one summer, and Megan's family invited like our, pretty much oh, like a whole yeah. circle of friends. Yeah, um, and it was just so memorable. Yeah. I don't know. I just loved it so much. Yeah, it was dope. It was like back in my family's like RVing days, mm-hmm. yep. and we just. I don't even, we didn't even do that that often, like go someplace locally. Yeah. Because like the place we went was only, what, 45 minutes outside of. Yeah. It was like of, safe, between St. Cloud and the city. Yeah. Cities. It was like Annandale or something. Yeah. And like, they were just like, yeah, we're just going to go spend the weekend at this campsite. And I was like, can I invite my friends? Yeah. And we just like sat around a fire and 
That's what I remember. What else? Yeah. Did we like go swimming or anything? No, we, we like sat on the dock. We and, like, pretended to fish the next day. <laughs> I do remember doing Imagination that. Imagination. I young. do. It was like we had like two old as hell like fishing poles in the storage underneath. And, and like I think it was initially like Min and Ben brought it on and they're like, oh, we should try this, which was like so <laughs> a Min and Ben thing to do. Like, yeah, let's do this thing. And we took the fishing poles down there and I think Ben was the only person that got anything that yeah, of right. yeah. God. <laughs> but yeah we just like sat out on the on the dock and yeah, yeah sat around the fire i like, remember the fire that was like the yeah. main event for me because we were just like cracking jokes yeah. like cooking s'mores it was and... a classic andy and mitch fight broke out at one point <laughs> sounds about right <laughs> yeah never, never yeah. ceases to fail yeah. yeah john john franklin was there too probably like yeah. getting burnt yeah yeah, like jumping over the fire yeah. or something like that. <laughs> yeah, such good times. I yeah. what did we do you guys remember the conversation we had? No. Oh, I do. Oh. It was This is exciting. Cuz it was it's it's it stuck with me for a long time. Oh, I remember Mitch was saying stuff about Scientology. Oh, yeah, yeah. He thought oh. it was a cult and um this was you and him yeah, yeah. butting heads. This yeah. was what you guys butt heads about. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was saying like if you are that extreme and weird of a cult you don't deserve an ounce of respect. And you're saying like, well, that's, you are treating it more as like a perspective difference. And you're saying like, everything deserves respect. And then like, it's that, it's their respect to lose. So what you're trying to say is I was more woke as a teenager than I am as an adult. Dang. Mm. <laughs> I had to throw that in there, right? You but said that, it. You that, used... I, I guess I'll still keep those, uh, some of those beliefs. Like, you know, yeah. how is that any different than me believing that somebody died and was raised the ground three days later then disappeared and yeah are people going to make fun of you for using the word woke no because they know I'm making fun of you by saying it mm-hmm. so, yeah. mm-hmm. okay fuck those people it's okay <laughs> I like I so I, I because I'm a super fan I listened to the episode that you guys started arguing about whether or not it's embarrassing to say woke yeah I don't think it's embarrassing thank you well I work in a high school where all that stuff kicks off yeah so like and the kids still say woke so like you're still okay I'm still cool yeah yeah you better change out of your Jinko jeans, though. <laughs> I don't have Jinko jeans, boy. Boy, I know. I wish. I wish we had a live feed right now because I was giving you a hard time earlier about like, did you just watch the movie Titanic? You always, you always give me a hard time about the clothes. I do because my you're, Steve you're Jobs. More, yeah, you're more fashion woke than I am. I just wear hoodies all the time. Thank you. But you so woke. You like a time machine. Yeah, I think you look dope as hell, man. Thank you. Yeah, I know. It was my turn to go make go turn the butter, but I got called in to record a podcast. Heck That's yeah. why. I love it. I'm not trying butter. <laughs> <laughs> also, how are? Why are you so supportive? What do you mean? You're always so supportive. I, I, Stop I, being so nice, damn it. Sorry, I love supporting the people that I love yeah. in the stuff that they do, and I just. Do you get exhausted by it? I, no, because it's like it. It's what fuels me. Like wow. I. To to elaborate on that, if you don't mind. No, please. Um, this is your show. So Thanks. <laughs> Welcome to the Megan Show. Hey. Thanks for coming. Oh um, so I, um, I work at the high school that we all graduated from. And mm. I never, if you would have asked me when we graduated high school, if I was going to enjoy being back there. I Not that I didn't like high school, but like I definitely wasn't thinking about going back. Right. But I love supporting these kids so Mm -hmm. deeply and forming these relationships with these kids. And like I run the, I've been coaching the dance team there for 11 years now. 
And then I've been running the drama department there for four. Nice. And I am so far. I started doing it because I wanted to like, because I went to college for theater and like I like mm. wanted to be a performer or whatever. And I started doing it to kind of fuel that itch in me to like get the arts out and whatever. Yeah. And like as of last year, I officially like came to the conclusion that it's not for me anymore. Mm. It's for them. And I just like mm. love supporting them. And I'm so proud of them all. I'm going to start crying. Oh. I just, I love those kids so much. And I just, I don't know. It's, that's, that's my joy in life. So I love yeah. being supportive of you guys and doing this thing that you love doing. And so it, but it, it comes easy to you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like even back in the day, you, every time like we were like, oh, let's do this. Like, let's make a video. Let's, let's play music. Yeah. Like you were so supportive always. Yeah. So it comes, I, I mean, I want to be supportive of people. Yeah. But like at a certain point, I'm like, God damn, am I tired putting in this effort For supporting sure. you? you For know? sure. No, I totally, I totally get that, and it's, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like if. If you don't see the fire in them for doing it, that's yeah. when it gets exhausting. Mm. But when, but like when you yeah. see that it's like something that people are getting like genuine joy out of, I get joy out of making them feel good about getting that joy. Yeah, for sure. I can see where that would give you a little extra energy and mm. bump. Um, but still, it's still you're still putting in the time of day yeah. and the emotional energy, and you know you have to actually move around and all of that. Right. And so. I can see where anybody would be exhausted, but, and that's why I asked because it yeah. seems like you legitimately get more energy when you see other people that you want to do well, yeah. actually doing well, and For it sure. gives you life. For sure. It does. All the time. That's great, man. All the time. Love it. I need to be more like that. Mm. But it's, it's it's an intrinsic thing. Like, yes. I can't yeah. just no. be that. No, yeah. you can't. Mm. But like, you can come to my seminar and <laughs> <laughs> buy, buy my book. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But and I don't think I'm not not like that. Right. I mean, I really want to help people genuinely, but I can't. I couldn't do that yeah. seven days out of the week, or I, like, would... I need time to myself. I would never say that you're not supportive, though. Like you, you seem to me like a like a super supportive person, and you've always kind of came come off that way too. So yeah. don't sell yourself short. Yeah, man. I mean, I want to be like that. And do you do you give? Do you find yourself ever giving critical like feedback, or are you always good cop and good got good cop bad cop? When it's my job, yeah. Like when it's with the kids, I definitely give critical feedback because sure. that's my job. Like yeah. it's I'm in. I'm in an educational setting. It's about them learning. I, you know, I sat in on a rehearsal of a show that's like not mine, but like are my kids. <laughs> and I kind of gave some unsolicited advice, yeah. co- coaching, I would say. Yeah. And it was not received well. Yes. But, um, but at the end of the day, like I spoke my truth and I did what I thought was going to be helpful to yeah. them. And then maybe at some point they'll use it. And right. if they do great, if they don't, like, you know. I at least tried. <laughs> yeah, that's what I asked too because criticism is, has been like a difficult thing in my life because I want a certain level. I probably want more criticism than maybe the average person like mm-hmm. directed at me. Yes. Um, But because of that mentality, sometimes I feel like I dish out too much of it. Oh, and sure. Never, I don't ever try to do it in like a hurtful way, but like um, we were just talking about this last episode too, but like there's a self-improvement thing that I'm always striving for. And if no one's telling me, if I'm just ignorant to the fact that I'm doing something and no one's ever like telling me like, hey, like a little more this way or right. like, hey, could you like refine that idea or like you're missing the point? 
Right. Sometimes somebody has to tell me that for yes. me to like actually be aware of that. Um, but people take criticism so differently. And so I kind of get why there are positive people that right. may never, ever dish out criticism. Right. And so I was wondering if you're that person. Right. No, I definitely, I'm definitely a tough lover too. Yeah. Aside from the like raw go team, like I'm also, I also tell people when they're, you know. Great. effing up. And then, oh, oh, and yeah. Okay, and they, yes. <laughs> and they need to, you know, fix things. And that's, and that's even... I, I misspoke earlier. That's even outside of my professional life. I do that with my friends. That's what too. I was going to ask next. Yeah. Do you do that with your friends and I family? I definitely do. Because, like you said, when you have a title and people are coming to an organized setting and they expect that of you, yeah. that's one thing. But you know, when sometimes when you're with your friends, yes, I think people want that of their friends too. Right. But you don't know the exact timing of it. Like right. you could just be at a bar and like. It might lead into that conversation. Right. That can be tough, but you do that too with your friends. I do. Yeah. yeah. Does that <laughs> so, get tough? It's um you know, if it if it's not well received, I'll probably pump the brakes a little bit the next time I feel mm-hmm. like I need to say something. I have this I have this uh guy friend of mine that's just like always doing stupid shit and like <laughs> and I feel like every time we interact I'm yelling at him, like yeah. I'm actually yelling at him. And I have to like tell myself not to, but then I'm like, but nobody else is telling him that he's being an idiot. So, yeah. and, and he, and like, and we're still friends. Right. Yes. So, so I mean, that's, that's a positive thing. But then if it's somebody that like gets re- like really shuts down and, and does not receive that well, then maybe I just, you know, put on some kid gloves and not, not go as hard next time. Yeah. But I, I, yeah, the more I think you're really like making me look inside myself right now. That's but, what we do. Yeah. 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 I definitely can be pretty critical i've had to do that a lot too you yeah. know it's just like um sometimes you have to feel out the room yes um yeah. and that's why i'm also really grateful of the friendships that i've had growing up because yeah. like even these two dudes have really helped me refine how i do that yeah um and so sometimes it's like a timing thing sometimes it's the person's personality mm-hmm. um sometimes it's the topic and you, how do you merge all those things and create like this something that's comes out at the end of it and, how, and then how do you give that product to that person absolutely yeah. It's weird. It's tough. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a lot of invisible forces that you have to sort of calculate. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Are you ready for the speed round? Yeah, yeah. Let's get into it. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> Why do you sound so disappointed? Are you mad at the timing of the speed round? No, not at all. I love the timing. <laughs> love the timing. <laughs> all right. Here we go. You know how this works. Oh, I know how this works. She's a super fan. Super yeah. fan. I've been waiting. QED super go. fan. Yeah, Megan actually gave us a review on iTunes, which... Everybody should do the yeah. very first review. The very yeah. first review. Let's talk about this after the speed <laughs> round, so we can dig into this specific person. <laughs> <laughs> this new speed I round our, music I, is I like got everybody's attention. It's a think piece. Do you like it better or worse? Um, I'm asking the questions. Oh, okay. Sorry. Do you like the music better? Or worse? So <laughs> I don't. I don't like one better than the other, but they're definitely different vibes. Yep. Like this feels like. Um, I don't know, like an like an unsolved mystery <laughs> kind of like we're trying to dig into the you know, and the other one was like dun da da dun da da dun. Now we're gonna get into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I'm in a space porno. Mm. Interesting. This is a speed round. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I, I want to loop back around on that. <laughs> yeah, you write down space porno. Yeah. Uh, all right, Just Megan. write it down. You yes. know the drill. Some I of these do. are gonna be really easy, so I'll kick it off on an easy okay. one. Cats or dogs? Dogs, dogs, all, all day long. Four legs or three legs? I mean, I might be <laughs> impartial five. to a <laughs> or five to a particular three-legged <laughs> wiener dog who happens to be a Canterbury champion. So, yes. 
Lightning round. Uh, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> who, uh, who was your celebrity high school crush? Uh, Orlando Bloom. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, does the word moist bother you? No, it doesn't, in fact. Okay. Uh, hamburgers or hot dogs? Hamburgers, hot dogs are... Mm, mm-hmm. I can't get you sick, though. Uh, what is one place you'd like to visit? Oh, God. Um, I mean, I want to go back to Ireland. Um, it's the motherland, so like I, my it's my people. Mm-hmm. It's a bunch of clear skin gingers that I feel really comfortable with. Mm-hmm. So, oh. so I uh, like it there. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite movie? <laughs> um, I hate this question because I movies elicit a bunch of different emotions and like there can be something amazing that I saw once that is like one of the most amazing movies I saw but like you don't have to see it every mm-hmm. day like for instance I like Quentin Tarantino a lot but like you cannot watch Pulp Fiction every week mm-hmm. you can't that's gonna mess you up mm-hmm. so like but like the movie that like I've seen the most The Breakfast Club nice. I could recite it from there beginning to end so we'll okay. go with that one yeah okay. sure <laughs> um, <laughs> what's your favorite podcast um, okay so I Listen religiously to QUP. Nice. I do. Wow. Um, the other one that I listen religiously to is called We Hate Movies. Mm. And it's four dudes uh, that like sit in one guy's apartment and they tear apart like quote unquote shitty movies. But like, <laughs> but like it's stuff that you like. Like the first episode I listened to was Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, mm. which is a huge movie from my childhood that I loved. And they just ripped it to shreds, but in a like comedic like. Yes. We still love this movie, but like, here's everything that's wrong with it, and it's amazing. And they do like live shows, and I, that's on my bucket list to go to one of wow. their live shows. Mm. Yeah. I want to listen to that one. It's I dope. love pooping on movies. Heck yeah! <laughs> what a story, Megan. It's and they do lots of uh, lots of accents and stuff too. Uh-huh. So I love that. Yeah. What did you just say? I said, "What a story, Megan." What a- <laughs> <laughs> the room? Is, yeah, it's great. <laughs> You're tearing me apart. Yeah. You're tearing me apart, yeah. Lisa. Uh-huh. Anyways, how's your sex life? Um, <laughs> so, uh, that's also from the room. Uh, carrying on here. It's uh, not one of our lightning round questions. I'm all of a sudden here. sweating. Uh, I'm all of a sudden pregnant. Um, what is your favorite? Uh, oh, I already asked that one. What? Oh, nice. Uh, is okay. Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch, is he handsome? Okay. Hang on. I know this is the lightning round, but I got something to say about this. Yes. I don't think that he's unattractive. Mm-hmm. I think that he is very interesting um, looking. He is more physically attractive to me when he has facial hair. Mm. But like, I also have a thing for facial hair just in general. Um, but I think that his personality is very attractive. Mm. And he can't say penguin. Penguin. Mm. Penguin. Penguin. You ever seen that? No. Look it up. Ben- Benedict Cumberbatch can't say penguin. It's like he he's uh, narrating a nature documentary, kind of <gasps> like Planet Earth. Yeah. Penguins. Penglangs. <laughs> Penglangs. I'm going to just start calling it Peglangs. That sounds awesome. But I really liked your answer. Yeah. yeah. I did. <laughs> that's because that's closer to what I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Keep keep iterating on our landing round. <laughs> um, are you afraid of public restrooms? <laughs> that is a very situational question it depends on did we make it to the end the new song is so long oh my gosh um it's situational okay like like i like the bathrooms at school are public bathrooms but like i can go there yep. you know and like this place is clean i could go to the bathroom here without a problem yep but like a rest stop yes might be a little scary that's what mm. i was gonna bring up like yeah. middle of nowhere rest stop yeah we're like on the way into the actual gas station right. is dusty yeah. dirty stanky yeah mm. boy 
I went to a public restroom in Gary, Indiana recently. <laughs> Gary, Indiana. Scary, Indiana. <laughs> what is that from? I don't know. Well, that, the tune. <laughs> I the, just know it. The tune is from The Music Man. Okay. Gary, Indiana. Gary, Indiana. Gary. Whoa. Yeah. But like that, there were different words okay. involved there. But there was like a ATM had been like ripped out of the wall. Oh, see. Like, and it was in the women's restroom. <laughs> see. Where I was. So like that was a little scary. That's what? how you get your toilet paper. Yeah. Anytime ATMs <laughs> get scary, I always think of Breaking Bad. Yeah. You, do you guys remember that? I can't believe you know something about a TV show. You don't watch ever, any TV I watch shows. a season and a half of Breaking Bad. Wow. Wow. You're kind of a master. Yeah. Thank you. Dang. Yeah. yeah I never watch TV shows. Yeah, it crushes mm-hmm. that guy. How many more questions you got? I mean, there's only one left on the list. You did the whole thing again? No, I skipped okay. around because okay. of the last time I did too many in the lightning round. Oh. Well, well we had the music still, so. That My... list is still going to grow, so eventually you're, you're in episode... 27 you're not going to answer ask 30 questions well maybe nice like, get, get a longer song my favorite food is sushi oh. my favorite <laughs> my favorite sport is uh minnesota state high school competitive dance team oh yes <laughs> what else she is a fan she knows super fan i told you she guys knows. i told Those you guys questions. what was the last question you were gonna ask me uh if aliens came to earth what would they look like and what would they say uh, new one you boom I, I wasn't prepared for this. Yeah, you whatever it is. Um, they would look like I'm. I'm. I don't know that this to be true, but I'm in uh, media. My favorite looking aliens are from Mars Attacks. <laughs> <laughs> Mars, yes, they're like with the brains and they're wearing the yep. glass, and then they just die because of like an old yodeling country song. That's that's my favorite type of. Alien. That's how they died in that movie. Yeah, because yeah. the frequency was so high, it blew their heads up. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, they were both. Yeah, that's wow. great. Yeah, so nice. I like that'd be cool. that'd be okay if they looked like that and behaved that way because mm. I'd know how to kill them. All right, I'm gonna loop back, and then if you guys have questions you want to loop back on, let me know. But Ireland, yeah, are there any souls there? I mean, okay, so what? There's yes, well, how they talk about how gingers, gingers don't have souls. Yes, oh. so there's um, no automatic doors. Yeah, right. <laughs> there's a variety of uh, Irish. People like my dad is Irish, but he has dark hair and like olive skin. Yeah, which is um, which there are people that look like that over there too, and yeah. then there are people that look like me that are see through, <laughs> and <laughs> you know, just in general, you can see all of my inner workings and and redheads, and so it's there. You know, there are some souls, I guess. Yeah, M- mine wasn't one of them. While I was are you hundred percent? Uh, yeah, well, I'm pretty. Pertinier. Yeah. Yeah. At least if you're 90. Yeah. yeah. Like my dad's, my dad's grandparents were fresh off the boat. Awesome. Yeah. So oh. like my, my great grandparents had like the full Irish accent and yeah. all that. Have yeah. you taken yeah. an actual test to find out? I have not. Just don't. You should. Because I don't give a shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but because what if you've been wrong the whole time? What if you're only like 30% Irish? Girl, I don't care. I identify as Irish and that's what I'm going to say. <laughs> if you okay? found out you weren't Irish, would you change how you behave? Not 100%. Not at all. Not at all. That's what I'm saying. Not I don't even want to take one bit. of those. I don't need to know that. I don't need to I don't know care. that. I mean, I don't think. You're, yeah, you don't. You're probably I mean, not. I, I don't think. We you, don't need to I, take I don't one think of those. You guys <laughs> take it. But for me, it was nice to know. Yeah, I just want yeah. to know how yeah. much of Genghis Khan is in me. Right. How much Genghis Khan you want? Yeah, Genghis, Khan, <laughs> Genghis Khan is all of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't have a choice. Every coming. bit. Mm-hmm. Every yeah. bit. Uh, Orlando Bloom. Yeah. I, yeah. re- I remember this. Yeah. yeah. It, like, remember my room had just posters everywhere. Like, I got really into eBay in <laughs> high school, and I just started buying. So I, like, and I still have all the posters. They're just rolled up in a box somewhere. Nice. Because I, 
I cannot get rid of them for whatever <laughs> yeah. reason. So it was uh, it was Pirates of the Caribbean. That's what I was going to ask. Was it Lord of the Rings or Pirates? It was Pirates. And then because of that, that's what got me into Lord of the Rings. Nice. And then I watched like a bunch of terrible Australian films he was in. Mm-hmm. Just because of, you know, I, if I'm going to be a super fan, I'm going to go all the way. Yep. You know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, it was, it was pirates and then, and then beyond. And then he kind of turned out to be a bit of a douchebag. Yeah, that's what it seems like. But yeah. then I also remember he became like a, like a, what was it like a UN ambassador or something like yeah, that? Yeah. And For the Elvish people? And he, yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. And, but he was like a douchebag too. Yeah, yeah, he was like a douchebag in his personal life. Yeah. Like he he was, you know, he, he fought for, you know, whatever he believed in, you know, politically or publicly, but like in his personal life, I like he like like left a woman after she was pregnant oh. or something. I don't have all the details, yeah. but so this is fact. Um yes. <laughs> but uh, I had like read something about that and then I was like over it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So no longer. No, no. No, if I see him, I'm not like, oh, be still my heart. Yeah. Do you have, have a celebrity crush right now? Um, okay. Currently it's like really severely Darren Chris. Who's um, that? So he was in the Versace. Oh. Uh, he just won a Golden Globe for it. Yes. But he was also on Glee. Oh, yep. Yeah. Uh, that's when you fell for him. Oh yeah. Okay. Freaking dreamboat. Nice. All right. I gotta look this dude up yeah. a little bit more. In my office, we have a. I say we because like it's just me and the kids all the time, and we have a man crush Monday playlist. And nice. Darren Chris is a large feature on that playlist. So even the kids like him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's dreamy. You don't know him? Not, not no. No. Yeah. He was a he was a uh, University of Michigan grad, which is a huge musical theater school. Oh. And he did this um, Harry Potter musical that he wrote with his friends yeah. in school, and it got super famous online, hey. like because it was recorded and they put it on YouTube, and then it got like really really famous, and that's how he got like his first gigs. Hey. Apparently, nice. again again I don't know that I'm, like I'm not his friend. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but still. But you like, know more than we do. Yeah, apparently, like he got like a lot of his gigs from that, and his, he's got the voice of an angel. And cool. Yeah, I know who to look up. Yeah, I also want to look up that podcast that Heck you mentioned. Yes, that sounds fun. Oh God, it's so great. They're from New York. Yeah, so there's a lot of um, kind of like New York stuff thrown in. Two of the guys are from like upstate. Like they grew up together in upstate New York. Yeah, and um. And then the other two guys they met in college and they were like in film school together. So nice. like they're not they're not just dudes like sitting around talking about it, like not knowing. And one of them is actually a film critic. Yeah. And so um, so they kind of like know stuff about cinematography and mm-hmm. about directing and editing. And so they'll, so like sometimes they'll like shit on stuff like that, yep. which is hilarious. And like soundtracks. And it's really good. Did they do an Aquaman episode? <laughs> they uh, I think. I think it was in there. Well, like I'm a Patreon subscriber to them too. Wow! Because I told you guys if I'm gonna be a super fan, so when you guys get your Patreon going, let me know. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go all the way. So, so like I get like a newsletter every yeah. month, and so they wrote about Aquaman, but they didn't do an oh. episode on Aquaman. Okay. Um, they try to keep it outside of ten years. Ah. With a few exceptions, like they have like a listener request month and they have like the worst of 2018 is what they're doing right now nice. in January. Um, and then sometimes they'll do an on-screen episode, which means it's in the theaters nice. right now. Yeah. And they're just like, they're really educated dudes too. So like sometimes they'll do uh, like, uh, 
Academy Awards like <laughs> recap and they'll mm-hmm. talk about, you know, what they what they thought. And it had nothing to do with anything being bad. It just has to do with them liking movies and Yeah. I do want to hear some other people make fun of Aquaman. Yeah. I haven't listened to your episode yet because I haven't. That's the one episode I haven't listened to yet. Are you super fan? Because I, <laughs> I haven't seen it yet and I don't yeah. want you guys to spoil it for well, me. It's yeah. made over a billion dollars already. Yes. Yes. So maybe yeah. we're the ones that are wrong. Maybe. Yeah. I don't think we are. No. But I also like, you know, like, I know how much work they they all must have put into making oh, yeah. that movie. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to take that away from them. Yeah. But it's just like, you know, as movie consumers, we're sort of judging movies relative to each other and stuff like that. And so that's that's my critique. Like if I if I can only watch three movies, mm-hmm. but there's a hundred out there. Yeah. I'm telling other people, maybe this is the one you want to if our tastes are similar, mm-hmm. this might be the one you want to sure. skip. Yeah. Yeah. That's if all. I had to pick between DC and Marvel movies, I would pick Marvel movies anyways because I, I think they write better superheroes. Hundred percent. I think that mm-hmm. I think the best thing about the DC universe is their villains, mm-hmm. and like if they're not picking the right villains to put in there, then why do I want to see it? Yeah, and like that's kind of bogus that yeah. like you don't even care about the main. Like I don't like I don't think Batman's that great of a guy. <laughs> I just don't. But his villains are dope as hell. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I'm gonna pick like a to see a Marvel movie over a DC movie any day for sure. I also think the timing is unfortunate that. The most interesting conflict and relationship in the DC universe is Batman and Joker. Right. And like now that DC is trying to catch up to like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Mm -hmm. it's kind of hard to. I mean, they have the Jared Leto Joker right now, but that's like adjacent to the main universe, right? Mm, No. Well, they tried to. He's not. They tried to roll it in because Batfleck was in the Suicide, uh, Suicide Squad movie. Oh. For like a. Second, yeah, that's when he kept, he kidnapped. Uh, so weird. Tried to, you know, Joker was on a thing, so they tried to roll it in there, and I think, and then, um, what's his name? Uh, Jared Leto. No, not Jared Jack Leto. Nicholson. No, Will Smith. No, um, it was the end, end of uh, Margot Robbie. End of the Justice yes. League movie when they got uh, <laughs> Superman. Got... <laughs> end of Justice League movie. End of Justice League when they're all in the boat and they pulled on the guy who was in Social Network. Oh, he God. was Lex Luthor. He was Lex Luthor. Michael Cera too. Yes, yep, that yep, one. Yep. yep. So like they're trying to pull that together. So Jesse, that was Eisen- Jesse yes. Eisenberg. Eisenberg. Yes. Yeah. yeah, Eisenberg. Yeah. 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 God, that was a slow burn. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. cut that out. I love trivia. But yeah, I mean, it's just weird because then now they're trying to do like Joker and all of that. But also like, so are we too close to Heath Ledger's Joker? So like they have a lot of stuff that they need to work out that way. It's just unfortunate that their greatest asset is like this clusterfuck right now. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, and that's why we're going to get a uh, Joaquin Phoenix Joker that, And movie. that's not that universe. No, it's a standalone. Dude, Joaquin Phoenix is the Joker? Yeah, he's yeah. in a standalone movie. I never mm-hmm. knew I needed something so bad until this moment. But it's yeah. like pre... Uh, that story is pre-Joker, right? That's what that's be, but story. it's weird because he's like older. Origin Joker, yeah. Joker origin story, yeah. but he's yeah. like 50. Yeah. Oh, weirdy. Well, and that's... I mean, that's just <laughs> a thing of uh, multi-universes. So, yeah. I mean, that's how they're going to do it. I, th- I mean... Oh, they should because there's comic books. There's like 18 different storylines for each character. Yeah, sure. there's yeah. Like 15 Spider-Man stories running right now. But it's so. gonna make the the movies that much more confusing. Uh huh. Yeah. Good luck, DC. For, yeah. for you casuals. Yeah. For you casuals. <laughs> the Spider-Man multiverse was great though. I yeah. Heard. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse was phenomenal. That's what I've heard. Yeah. It was so good. I I would see it again in a heartbeat. I'm gonna buy it when it comes out on Blu-ray for sure. Wow. Mm. For yeah. show. Patreon that. Getting that for yeah. show. 
<laughs> get that for show. The last thing I want to loop back to before we get into Megan's topic of the day was space porno. What made you say that? Mm. I don't know. Just that. Play that song. Oh, all right. Yeah, oh. yeah. Play that song. It that sounds like a space porno. Uh, excuse me, Captain. We've got a problem. There's too much pressure built up into the system. <laughs> the See what I'm saying right now? To the deck. Yeah, to the to the deck. What do you suggest we do, Captain? <laughs> exactly. See? Space porno. Now people are going to get off to this episode. You are welcome. The very first porno that I've ever seen, I think I was in oh, fourth or fifth grade, and it was on a cheater box, mm. um, and we were having a sleepover at a friend's house, and we're flipping through the channels at like 11.30 at night. The very first porno I ever saw was a midget dressed up as an alien. No. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's how I was introduced wow. to porn. Space porno was your face. Yeah. How has that, uh, you know, treated you in your development? <laughs> I'm sure it has. Yeah. <laughs> it's made you the man you are today. <laughs> Do you need to talk through anything? It's made me afraid of aliens. Just aliens, but not little people. I was trying to think of, like, what else happened, because it's like, I think a lot of us it was probably our first pornographic experience for like, there must have been like eight of us in the room. Yeah. Because we didn't stay on it long. Right. I think we all felt like, oh, we know, we've heard of porn. And yeah. we're just like, oh, switch the channel. Yeah. So it was like one of those. So it was just mm. like, I don't know how long we were on it. So I don't actually remember. I just remember there was a, it was a silver like jumpsuit and then it was like an antenna on the top and it was like this midget. And then I know there was like an old car that they were about to do it on. Huh. That's all. Oh, okay. Interesting. And then I think the channel changed into a different point. <laughs> I, I don't know. And then I woke up. I spent the rest of the day developing the rest of that story in my mind. Nice. Yeah, trying to figure out how that ended up. Yeah. yeah. Do it. Let us know in the scripts yeah. ready. Deal. Deal. Uh, what's your topic of the day today? Um, so I was uh, you know, thinking about what kind of things we could talk about. And one thing that I really like talking about, like I'm an expert on it, but I'm not, is uh, personality profiles. That's right, yep. And um, I kind of, it's it's more for me, it's not like, like Myers-Briggs, you mm-hmm. take, everybody takes in college, I mm-hmm. want to say, in like Psych 101, and it's, that is just about you mm-hmm. and who you are, but there's no insight on how your letters interact with other letters. Oh, nice. Yeah. And so I have found a lot more value in profiles that you can take and and kind of help lead you to how you interact with other people. Mm-hmm. So because, because my parents um, were in uh, customer service and direct sales my whole life, um, my mom was really into personality profiles, especially mm-hmm. one that's called the disc profile. Taking that one. Yeah. And I, that's my favorite. I like that one. Because it's on, it's on, uh, it's set in quadrants. So you can like land between two, like mm-hmm. you don't have to subscribe to just this one letter. And it also evolves and it changes based on your environment too. Mm-hmm. So at like at work, I'm a, I'm a D like, oh, I'm, are I'm, you? A, I'm a big D. Like I'm super bossy. <laughs> I'm yeah. a big You're D too. Big I've heard D. That you know yeah. it. What's your second letter? Uh, an I. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like, so like, uh, like with working and like with, uh, you know, being in charge, um, and sometimes even like planning social events. Like sometimes even socially, I can be a D. Yeah. Um, because I'm, I'm mostly just because I'm bossy. Yeah, I, I, we yeah. should explain too. D is dominant. Yeah, oh. yeah, dominant personality. Yeah, yeah, and and like the so like it, when you split it up, 
Um, the left side is people oriented and the right side is task oriented. Oh, is that what it is? The top half is fast paced and the bottom half is slow paced. Okay. So the D is fast paced, task oriented. Yeah. So you're going to lose a lot of your details because you're working fast paced, but you're going to get shit done. Yep. That's, that's really how the the D sorts itself out. The... <laughs> Andy's just giggling yep. to himself. If we were there. more mature, yeah. we could talk about the disc profile. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the eye is like your energizer. It's like fast, fast paced, people oriented. Yeah, and that's short for intuitive or intuition. I don't. I don't actually Influence. know that. They, oh, Influence. Hey. I'm, I'm looking at her. Right yeah. Like yeah. the eyes, like the party starter, like the and so like that's where I kind of fit in socially. Like yeah. I'll like I'm social butterfly and I'll float around and I'll talk to anybody and yep. you know I just. Get the energy going. And like in my, I work for an event company as well, like hosting games at corporate events. And um, in that job, I'm an I. Nice. I. Yes. Yeah. Then sometimes like a little S flies in, which is like your slow pace people oriented, but they, they're they like, they're your really sensitive ones. Yeah. Um, the people like v- super empathetic and. Yeah. That um, sensitivity, Dean? S? S is steadiness. steadiness. Hey, what the hell? Did I even take this thing? <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea what the, that the letters even stood for. C anything. is conscientious. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I don't. Me and C's, we can get along. Yeah. But like we don't C's have a, hard, yeah. we don't have a lot in common. Damn. That's are a, you a C? I mean, I feel like I'm seeing this for the first time. I would, probably a C. I would say yeah. you're a C. I'm a C. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a C I. No C S. C S. Yeah. I'm a C S. I could see and that. It goes down. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what else is super interesting about this is uh, J.K. Rowling's a genius, and you can almost pick Hogwarts houses uh-huh. by the letters, too. Oh, Like, wow. D's are Slytherin, I's are Gryffindor, S's are Hufflepuff, and C's are Ravenclaw. Yeah. Mm. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, but see, when you, you can only become a Gryffindor if you want to be a Gryffindor, so. Yeah, and I would want to be a Gryffindor. Right, so you would be there, because you would tell in your, when the sorting yeah. hat is on your head, you exactly. would say, I want to be a Gryffindor, so I'm like, you're Gryffindor. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Anyways, sorry, carry on with your, your D's and B's and C's and, and T's. your point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I had something to ask you. I forget. Um, but you used to talk about the, the uh, Mayor Briggs test that we were talking about, these that letters? Too, yeah. That's, no, 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 no. This no, is the DISC profile. This is the DISC profile. Oh, okay. So Myers Briggs, I am not a huge fan of because it's it's completely, it's it's just about you. Mm-hmm. and it, and And it doesn't really have any insight on how you interact with other people. Yes. And so when you take the disc profile, you you see all the profiles and they're easy to they're easy to determine and kind of maneuver and as a when I'm in my when I'm in my D mindset. Oh yeah. I <laughs> I know how to interact with an I with an S with a C. Yes. Like that's and that's the cool thing about that profile is it's is when you're looking at customer service, which essentially my job is, and I, I like just day to day life, yeah. you're, you're like your general life is in customer service. Like just be nice to people, and yeah, and like it's. I enjoy finding out like how what's my best way to work with this person because yep. you're going to be put on different teams in life and at work and socially, and it's easier. There's an ease about it if you can work harder to figure out how to work well with that person than just make them come to your level. I remember getting the results for my disc profile and then like reading through like, this is what you're good at. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this is what I usually prioritize when I take on a task. Right. And then I remember like 
turning the page and like this is what you're not so good at or like what annoys people yes. and i'm like oh my god like, everything i hate about myself <laughs> yes, right here yes exactly but it was super helpful because again like you said it kind of teaches how to if i am a high c how do i interact with like a high d person right. and all of that and so a lot of um when we entered grad school um they there's a course you can take um before the first day of class like it's you prepped for it and we all took the disc profile. Yeah. Um, and so I really enjoyed it. And then like a semester later, I got into this class where two of my group mates just did not get along. And okay. I was just like, what is, how do we like solve this? And so like, I kind of just asked both of them, do you guys remember what you got on your disc profile? And they were both high Ds. Ah. And so one was like, they were both like, hey, let's get it done. Let's get it done. Let's get it done. And right. I was sort of the guy that, you know, like that plan, like, hey, this is um, I see that everyone's open this day for meetings. And I was sort of planning things and stuff like that. And they were just like, let's get this done. You do this. You do this. But they didn't like how the other person was like assigning things. And then like, obviously, vice sure, versa. Sure. And so I was just like, oh, you that guys, total sense. you guys are both high D's. Like you're going to have to like recognize that yeah. and work through it. Figure out how to interact with each other. Yeah. 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 My boss and I were talking about it. Uh, last week and we we both kind of exist in the d and i space um and we balance each other out that way but because of that a lot of details don't get followed up on in our office (laughs) so uh so we we go back and forth and and like and it was so funny because we're we both you know kind of exist in the d land and we were arguing about who who actually was the d and who was the i and but we were arguing about it because we're both actually D's. Yeah. I was like, I was like, such a D thing to do. I'm like, yeah. I'm bossy, damn it. Yeah. Let me have this. Yeah. And he was like, no, you're an I. And like, sometimes you're an S. And I was like, because I'm a woman. Yeah. And, and then it was, it was a whole, Ooh. but he's, my boss is great. Do you remember Mr. Kwan? Oh, Do I yeah. <laughs> that's my boss. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. He's on our list of uh, people we want to get on the show. So uh, Hey, I'll get him for you. Bring it, up, bring it up with him. Be like, hey, you remember these nerds that used to play fantasy football with? Yeah. Like they kind of want you to come on their show. Do you want me to blow your mind right now? Sure. He's listened to your show. <gasps> what the hell is happening right now? Yeah. Mr. Kwan, come on our on? show. Yeah. Yeah. Get on your Kwan. He's definitely listening to this one because he's, because so, I'm on it. Yeah. And, I, I will force him to listen to it in the office. Someday. Yeah, such a good dude. He I've is. had so many great teachers in my life. Yeah. So one, I think teaching is such a high position that doesn't get enough respect. Yeah. I think a lot of it is influenced by my past teachers. And I just think like, you know, like I keep thinking like maybe that's what I ultimately want to do. Um, so I keep thinking like, okay, what sort of setting do I want to do it in? Yeah. Do I get a PhD and just become a professor and teach? Right. So I don't know, but I think, Teachers and teaching is so cool. Yeah. I'd be lying to you if I said that I didn't ever picture you as a teacher. Really? Yeah. You knew back then too? Yeah. What the hell? I think uh, just because I, you're, I'm, you're, first of all, you're like a caregiver and like that's yeah. like, and that, and that's so important in the teaching world, especially in today's day and age. Yeah. These kids need care. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. And, um, it is about forming relationships and you are so invested yeah. in relationships that I just think I oh, think you'd yeah. be great at it. Thank and I think because you. you're such a giant D. Yeah. Mm. No, I'm not though. You got that big D. No, you're definitely a giant D sometimes. I'm D. the smallest D. <laughs> I have the smallest D. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, per- yeah, if you want to be I mean, whatever. <laughs> Hit that play music. What would you say about Myers-Briggs? I just it's a pile of shit like it doesn't it's not real. Even Is that how like, you feel, Megan? Even with Myers-Briggs? I don't like I don't know that it's a 
pile of shit mm-hmm. per se, but it's I don't I don't value yeah. the results of that test because right. I think that they're and and even outside. So like the disc profile, I think I'm I'm into because I like grew up with it and I've been like someday I'd like to get certified in it. Nice. Um, so that I can do like I and uh, like just like staff trainings or, sure. or like I can train. There's like a AD and uh administrative assistant conference every year and i'd love to do it at that because i think more people in my position would benefit from having it yeah um but there's way more out there there's a there's a new one that a girlfriend of mine just sent me this last week that's like and i can't even remember yeah, yeah. i'm terrible at this me too um, but it's but it uh it's like a one through nine oh. thing and then there are like titles to each because one's like the the supporter and one's sure. like the, the oh, I don't do I'm doing a terrible job pitching this right What's now. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but like and then like my hairdresser, we talk about it all the time because he's super interested in it yeah. too. And he did one um, very similar to that, but I think that there's 16 in that one. Okay. And you, but that just kind of pigeonholes you into one. Yeah. And and that's what I like about the disc profile is that you you. I can see myself in each of them yes. in different scenarios. And it gives you like a like an intensity score for yes. each of them. You're, yeah. Because you're a C, it doesn't make you not a D. Right. It just gives you the score. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, we, and like it's, you change as you grow up too. So like when I took it, when I was like the first time I took it, I was like 14 or something like that. And I was an SI. Yeah. And then oh, as wow. I grew up, I became an IS. And yeah. then like into my late 20s and now my early 30s, I'm a DI. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. But I do have like some mm. sensitive S moments. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I, that's that's why I was so surprised that you were so strong on the D. Yeah. Because earlier we were talking about so like, strong how, on didn't the surprise D. me. <laughs> <laughs> do you love D? Strong on the D. But it's just like early and. At the beginning of the episode, we were yeah. talking about how supportive oh, you true. are, too. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, like you don't yeah. have anything for the, or not not that you don't have anything, right. but like you're weaker on the S and C. Yeah. So yeah. that was kind of interesting for me to hear. Do you know your Myers-Briggs for letters? Uh, I think I'm E. What's the next one? N? Like N? N. Yeah. I know I'm a J. Okay. I know there's a J in there. Yeah. Like I know and there's an like an F? ENFJ. Yeah, F, yeah. I think I'm ENFJ. Yeah. Are you really? I think. Nice. I don't actually know. Because like yeah, I yeah, took yeah. a freshman year of college and I thought it was like interesting, but because I already had so much experience with the other profile, I was like, meh. Yeah. And it didn't like teach me anything. No, right. That's the thing about it is that I didn't learn anything about myself or about my human interactions, which I think is the and, most important yeah. part of and it. And don't use it because it's uh, it's shunned by the scientific community. Oh, damn. Oh, really? Yeah. So, and even, uh, and just in, a, in, a, in an article from the Washington Post from 2012. Yeah. Uh, one Come psycholo- through bibliography. Uh, What's one up? psychologist <laughs> on the actual board for the mayor's brig publicly admitted they, would, uh, they wouldn't use the test in their own research. So. Holy schmollies. So, yeah. It's weird that that was like the personality test, too, yeah. back in the day. Yeah. So. yeah. so, don't use it. Don't use that. Do you guys know any personality test type stuff of your own? Uh, I mean, I think like I know. Like, or... I think I know like what office character I would be. Oh, go for oh, it. Who based is it? on, are you taking BuzzFeed personality tests? Yeah. Who I mean, is it? Those are, I, I'd, I'd be a Jim probably. A Jim? Yeah. You think so? I think so. Everyone nice. wants to be a Jim, but I'm probably gonna be more like a Dwight. Yeah. Actually, like, I think I'm more of a Michael. As long, yeah. yeah. You think you're Michael? Yeah. yeah I think I'd be pretty. I Michael-y. think you could be a Michael. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Totally. I don't you guys. Show. So just to clear that, because every time you said I'm a big D person, like that's what she yeah. said in my mind. So I'm like, I am. Oh Ma- yeah. I'm okay. a Michael. Yeah. Oh, you're Michael. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. I took like a Myers Briggs like diet version, <laughs> like a year ago. <laughs> yeah. Like just a quick like thirty question one online, yeah. thir- uh, and then like, it helped me realize something actually, where like growing up, like listening to punk music and like sort of trying to sure. be like anti culture and all, or yeah, counter culture and all yeah. that. I kept thinking like, oh no, I don't like people don't rub off on me, uh, and like I'm like against like like no no that person can't influence me. I had that mentality. Sure. But the more and more I thought about it, I'm so in. I'm such a people pleaser. Yep. And so absolutely, like I change the way I behave in that setting depending on the people that are around me. Yeah. I do that all the time. Right. That's an S thing for sure. Oh, nice. Yeah. I do it mm. all the time, yeah. and just growing up, I thought that wasn't a part of my personality. And right. then when I read that, my my reaction was, "No, that's bullshit." I knew this personality <laughs> test was broken. <laughs> and then I, I, when I was going to bed, and I thought about it. And I was just like, "Oh my god!" I changed the way I talk. Yeah, I changed the way like my posture, everything. The things you talk about. Yes. The, yeah. The way yeah. you insert yourself in a conversation. Yeah. I never want people to feel uncomfortable around yeah. me. So I change everything I do around yeah. them. I was just like, God, that yeah. personality test got me good. Right. <laughs> well, and even if even if it is bogus and you don't agree with the results at like the best part about them is it gets you thinking about yes. it. And that's like it's just self reflection. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. I wish more people would do it. Yes. You know? I, I wish more people would think about their interactions and their the way that they react to things. Where do you do your the most self reflection? Um, probably. <laughs> Hold on, there it is. Oh, nice. been a while since we heard that one. Wow, yeah. that was nice. Yeah. Thanks. I'll be here all week. I um I was gonna say in the car, which also makes me as a mirror. Yeah. What? <laughs> Okay, guys. Okay. <laughs> in in the car, which makes me want to go back to the lightning round because you didn't ask me what superpower I would want, which would be teleportation <laughs> wow. because I hate driving. I hate driving. And why is it 2019 and teleportation hasn't been invented yet? It yep. doesn't even have to be a superpower. Yep. It could be science like Star Trek. Let's get it Let's go. going. Have you seen The Fly? I have. I mean, there's <laughs> dangers there. <laughs> yeah. Teleportation? Yeah. Oh, but like yeah. Jeff Goldblum was so hot for like 10 whole minutes in that movie. So yeah. like was worth, he naked? worth it. He was like doing gymnastics Ooh. on. He was like living in like a warehouse kind of apartment. Yeah. And there were like pipes up top. And yep. like she wakes up in the middle of the night and she sees him like doing gymnastics and his shirt's off. And damn. It's, wow. A lot of people, a lot of women like Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Have you seen him? In Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <Okay. laughs> Precisely. Okay. No, wow. I love him. And even now as like a silver fox, I just love the way he talks. And yeah. like, yeah, he's too. he's got yeah. some big dick energy. Yeah, he does. He does. He, he does. does. He's a jazz pianist, too. Did you know that? Oh, yeah, he's come a jazz on. Penis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, he's definitely one of those dudes that's like super... There's no one else like him. No. Mm-hmm. Like a Bill Murray. Yeah. yeah. Sam L. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum, Ted Danson. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He just—he's just one of those dudes. Yeah. Willem Dafoe. Yeah. <laughs> what a creeper. Oh, Tom Selleck. Yeah. Mm. They just have a vibe. Yeah, mm. for sure. I'm into it. And I, like, speaking of personality tests and yes. how everyone rubs up on me, like, yeah. 
rubs up on me. <laughs> Do you enjoy that? Or... <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, sure. I, d- I could never create my own vibe because I just, I'm everybody else around me. Oh, man. I think you definitely have your own vibe. Really? Yes. Oh, Would yeah. you stop selling yourself short right now? You're going to make me jump across this table and smack you in the face. Yeah, because I was going to say, like, does that impact your wardrobe, too? Because, <laughs> I mean, let's you're hanging out with farmers. Yeah, you're hanging out with people from, like, 1930. You're like, yeah, Maybe. I was trying to turn some butter until you I hit get me up. That. No, I totally get it. I get it. I still think you look amazing. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes, Thank but she's you. She's a self pleaser too. <laughs> I mean, that's self. She's a. She's I'm a, a, a self. I'm constantly self pleasing. <laughs> a people pleaser. Oh man. Uh, you had another topic you want to dig into too. Yeah, I um. So, like you said earlier, like having more women on the show. Yes, I thought please. I thought it might be fun to talk about just. Uh, being an independent woman yes. in this era that we're living in right now. Yes. And um, I, I've i recently gone through like a big life change because I was with, I was in a five and a half year relationship mm-hmm. um, that I thought was like the end all be all um, like life partner kind of stuff. Uh, and he had a different idea. Mm-hmm. And so that relationship ended last June. Yeah. And I, we were living together, and we uh, were actually co-parenting this dog. Yes, and because he's our baby, and I like refused to give him up. So, yeah. um, so I I've had to kind of really look at like what do I want out of my independence in this world, and like I I grew up without, and I've always said like without that gene, but like I need to stop saying that because it's my I, I'm. I have the right to make the choice, um, mm-hmm. but I, but I never envisioned getting married, mm. and I knew when I was eighteen that I wasn't going to have children. Yeah, um, I have hundreds of children. Yes. they just all happen to be teenagers. Yes, and I care about them so deeply that it fulfills any desire that I might have to have one of my own. Yes, um, I don't knock anybody that. That does have their own because I think I think it's so dope that Annie has this sweet little baby girl and like and she's so freaking cute. I don't think it's dope. No, no I can't hang out with him. Oh right, you hundred percent can. Well, that's that's just it. Like like uh, one of my best friends. I was just I went to brunch with her this morning and uh, she had to like run. She has two stepchildren and then she just had her own baby. Yeah, and um, she had to run her stepdaughter um, to church. And so I got to hang out with her baby like alone for like an hour. And yeah. he's like the happiest baby. If he was like a POS and like <laughs> crying all the time, I wouldn't feel as passionately never, about it. But I've like, never heard anyone call a baby a POS. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a baby personality <laughs> yeah. test. POS and not POS. Yeah. yeah. Or like a little a-hole. Like sometimes I call him little a-holes. Um, but like he's the he's the best. And like I, and I got that. But like when it was time to change that diaper, mom's oh. home. You know what I'm saying? Like I... And and like and I'm an aunt, and so I have a sweet niece. Your little bug. Yeah. So you identify as an aunt. <laughs> oh yes. I, that's I, one of the, like. I'm not from here, so I don't say aunt. <laughs> I think that's weird. I that's, don't know. I bug people about that and coupon and coupon. Oh. Does it start with the Q? Coupon. Cu- coupon. Coupon. Like, don't say coupon. coupon. My mom still says major. Measure yeah. for a major? No, measure? for measure. Oh, Whoa. that that's, my yeah. my mom still says measure, and my grandma says wash. 
Ah, uh, yeah, my grandma says that too. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That's some real Indiana stuff for you right there. That's, some, that's sweet. Yeah. My grandma don't know him. <laughs> <laughs> what is your, how, does your, how does your grandma say wash? <laughs> my grandma says sheet. <laughs> yeah, my grandma says chica. <laughs> yeah. So, so, I mean, so anyway, so I'm an aunt. Um, she calls me, Bailey calls me sissy. Um, cause my mom calls me sis yeah. and then like through somehow like kids are so amazing and like the way they pick things up. And so she just like, like she would see a picture of me and she would just point me out and call me sissy. So like, that's what she calls me now. And like, awesome. she, and she's great. And I get to see her, I don't know, probably like once a month or something like that. And, and like that, like that's good. Yeah. But I, I don't have any desire to have one of my own. That's why I'm afraid of having kids because I feel like it's such a responsibility yeah. and then just sort of my like detail, like crazy mind. Mm. I would be thinking about this baby 25 hours a day. Right. It's just, I, I would drive myself crazy. Yeah. What do you, you're who is the, the only father in the room? I mean, unless Dean, you have anything to share. Well, I have two dogs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but... Andy, do you have anything did to you, say? Do you think about her 25 hours a day? Did you start that way? Uh, yeah. I mean, I I don't know because I'm not, I can really take care of myself. Yeah. Right. So thank God for Courtney, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Right. Thanks, True. Thanks, science, for Courtney. Um, and uh, yeah, so I mean, I I don't know. I, yeah, it's, it's a lot of responsibility. It's a ton. That's why it's a really good partnership. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's kind of, e- I mean, it's a lot of work require a lot because they can't do anything by themselves yes so but the first like six months are kind of easy because they eat sleep poop yep um then they start to move and then it's kind of scary and then they start to walk and then it's even more scary because mm-hmm. they can grab stuff and then they start to talk and you're like oh this kind of this is i can see the personality coming through like grace grace just turned three and uh, she's like singing songs yeah but she's taking words and changing them <laughs> nice so now she's like referring to like her butt as butty She's already weird out. Yeah, yeah. So she's doing stuff like I would do, and I'm like, that's exactly what I would do. Yeah. Like, do you know the Muffin Man? But like, do you know the Butty Man? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I know that ass man. <laughs> so wow. it's it's just funny to see her do that type of stuff, and uh, she's got an attitude, and she's just she's smart, right? So it's cool to see that like I influenced something to turn into that. Yeah. But um, does she eat vegetables? Yeah, she, sort of. Okay. But, she, but now she's like, her don't big ruin thing it, now bro. is she'll say like, I, I don't, I'm, I'm sick. I need a vitamin because she's got little gummy vitamins. <laughs> she's got, ah, I'm sick. I need gummy. I need a vitamin. She plays you. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, it's cool. It's, you know, I, I'm sure we'll have another one, but. We've talked about this. It came up like unintentionally in a past episode where like I was saying you, your personality is way more relaxed than mine. So like you don't have to like move things into like a perfect symmetrical like shape or anything like that. You don't have like that OCD. I do. No, it, it's tough because with. For me, yeah, I'm like that because I kind of try to be organized as best I can. Yes, so it's really hard seeing. A but three- you're not an a hole about it. I can't like I oh, am, you can. but I can't be. So like with having a three year old, I don't want. That's be- that's what surprised me is I don't see that like friend to friend. Yeah, but you were saying like, I was like, you don't freak out about things, but you're mm-hmm. saying, but I do because I have a daughter. Yeah, and I don't want her to get, like I don't want her to get hurt. Yes, right. So I have to take care of her. So she's doing something dumb. Like, like don't don't reach into the silverware drawer yes grab the knife that you're walking around with yeah so i have to do that type of stuff and i but i also have to let her be a kid yeah and i I don't do a good enough job of just backing off and just letting her be a kid Mm, yeah so that's why i thought like at first having a child wouldn't bother you as much as it would not bother but like be as cumbersome (laughs) yeah it's tough but like you said like i do freak out about grace because like she's a baby yeah and so did you have a cooling off period where you have to learn 
Like, no, I can't be hands on no, twenty five hours a day. I still do it because like she's a kid, right? So when I I try to be as neat as I can. Like you grow up, you go to my room. It's neat, yes. right? Um, and just she was playing with paint yesterday, and I was starting to get a panic attack. Like Yikes. that paint is gonna get on everything. Yikes. Yeah. I don't like this. I don't feel good. And like I can't watch her eat certain foods because I'm like, this is just good. You're just getting mega, just giant mess. I can't do it. Can't do it. Oh. So just things like that and I can't control. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it seems, I mean, it just, it seems, it has never been something that I thought I'd be good at. Yes. Especially like the formative time, like the, like, I don't know. Like I can sit, I can sit down with like one of my teenagers and I can walk them through it like, oh, this last week, oh, all the drama of high school relationships. Yeah. And I'm, I have really close relationships with both the girl and the boy that were in the relationship. And so I like sat down with both of them separately and I was like, okay, if you want my advice, like, here's what I would do. Here's what I think is the best way to handle it. The boy did not listen to me mm. at all. And he tweaked hard and just like went off and the girl like really listened to me and I've known them both for six years mm-hmm. and they're, they're both seniors and, and it's been kind of like a long time coming, like them actually like getting into this relationship. It's like this, my own melodrama that I get to watch <laughs> play out in front of me. But like, I can sit there and like give those kids advice, but like teaching a kid how to use the toilet. Yes. I, girl. <laughs> That's uh-uh. harder for you. <laughs> no. No. So are you still set on no children? Yeah. Yeah. I think someday I will eventually probably foster a teenager. Nice. Um, That's what I was going to ask you next. Yeah. Do you see yourself adopting? Yeah. May, I, I don't know. I don't know about adopting per se because, yeah. because the, the only one, the only ones that I would feel comfortable with would be like a teenager, like a 16, 17 year old. Yep. And unless it was like a conversation that we had that they really wanted to be adopted mm-hmm. because like when they, when they're 18, they gain their independence in, in this world. And so um, if, if that's something that they wanted, it would be a conversation, but I could see, I could see myself fostering a teenager, especially like somebody that I met mm-hmm. through school that just needed somebody to care for them. Yeah. And, and like I, there have been a couple of close calls yeah um with kids that i've known or like kids that i like i was like is this is it would it be okay if i asked them if they wanted to a place to sleep yes um and so uh and it turned out like i didn't have to and like everything kind of sorted itself out but there there have been those occurrences so so because of that i feel like someday i will end up doing that but yeah. i yeah i just I don't know. I want I I want for all of them to like have their best life and yeah. and put them in a place that they can feel comfortable and loved. Yeah. yeah. All that's like really difficult and mm-hmm. interesting to me. Yeah. I have some friends that are trying to adopt too. Um and I don't know like I don't know if I could adopt. I don't know why. Yeah. I feel that way. Um and I feel I like myself less because I do feel that way. <laughs> But I feel like people that can adopt are so special. Right. And so it's just like, I don't know. I, want- I think, I don't think that you, like, I don't, and it's it's hard because, like, I felt bad about myself for a yeah. while, like, deciding, like, I wasn't going to use this body for what it's made for, you know? Mm, like, because, wow. like, as a woman, it's, like, this responsibility that we have. That sucks. Right. <laughs> so, so like, so I'm not using this body. So, like, for, for a while, I was, like, thinking about uh, a surrogating. Yeah. Like, um, but, like, um, 
I'm getting up there and insurance companies <laughs> don't want me to, you know, <laughs> like a, like if a couple, so like I, like I have a lot of gay friends and if they, like if I had like a, like a couple of gay friends that like decided that that's what they wanted, yes. um, I would be happy to do that for them so happy i don't i don't think i would mind being pregnant yeah um my if if you know it happens the way like the way that your mother was i don't think that that it would be difficult my mom didn't really have difficult pregnancies so like i wouldn't mind being pregnant but like i don't want it not stoked about it it comes out yeah like I'll, i'll carry it for you and you can you know yeah and then you know i'll just be that crazy aunt that comes over for dinner like once a month or something like that I like that I hate that you had to feel that pressure that your body is supposed to be this there's there's like a social responsibility attached that your body has to be this vessel for sure that's so unfair well and the fact that I'm missing out on a certain accomplishment by not doing it yeah And, and and even more so that is tied to the marriage thing too yes Cause like marriage is seen as like an accomplishment yeah. and I'm not maintain I'm not reaching that goal yes. because I haven't found that person. And, and like, I don't, I don't have any weight in that fight. Like, yes. I, like I don't, I don't care to get married. And so, but like, but I'm not like, like it's, it's the question that your family asks you, are you seeing anybody or like, time. or like when I was with this guy for almost six years, like, when are you guys going to get married? And mm-hmm. I'm like, maybe never. Yes, right. And like, yeah. that's okay. Right. That should. I mean, that should be a whole shift in the conversation. It's, I, right. Because I, so I mean, I'm married, right? Right. And I, you are? I was, yeah, right? And I was there. It was beautiful. Yeah, and I just, the way I look at it is it's, we take everything the wrong way. And mm-hmm. it's all commercialized. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, it, there's nothing about a wedding that should be that ex- extravagant and yeah. that big of a deal. Like, go buy a ring. Go spend three months of your salary on a ring. Right. Who told you that? Right. The, the ring company, right? Right. Uh, go spend $50,000 on a venue so right. you can feed people dinner. Right. You don't need that. Yeah. But then it's how many 30-some percent of marriages end a divorce? Right. And that's okay. People, that's you don't have to be the same person forever. You, you can change as you get older. Who's to say I'm supposed to be with this person for the next 100 years? Right. Right. It's, right. It's, so I don't blame anybody for not getting married. I don't blame people for getting married. It's If that's your decision, you want to commit, that's cool. But right, I don't but- think we should... We shouldn't be made to feel no, bad for either right. same thing, same decision. Thing, same thing having kids. Yeah. I, I go through an internal struggle like, are we going to have a second kid? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's a lot of work. Right. So it's like. But it's like totally okay yeah. if you do and it's totally yeah. okay if you don't. Yeah. But like that's because those of us in this room are woke yeah. and we can wow, make those is. decisions. <laughs> yeah, 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 and, yeah. And, we can, and we can support each other for making those decisions. But in, in the general public, that's not how people see it. People see it as like. She is this sad, lonely, thirty-one-year-old. That's a high not, D. That's a high D, <laughs> a big D. Uh, that's like not reaching her potential because she hasn't found a life partner and she's not procreating. Right? Did Did you love your wife more when you got married? No. <laughs> right? No. I mean, it's probably, it's it changes, right? Everything yeah. changes, and there's science behind it that that feeling you have goes away on average 18 months like that's right yeah that, that it's a science i can't remember the exact name for it but mm. that oh, feeling, cool. that love feeling and i'm stealing some of this from a tv show that i watch um but yeah that feeling goes way about on average after about 18 months that's longer and, than i thought and that's why most marriages don't last more than like three years because it's right. like oh fuck. because i was gonna right. say like i wish somebody would measure like the fall off on yes i'm sure at the wedding when everything is just pure bliss 
like, oh man, I love this person. Right. You you can feel that. Right. But three weeks later, when yeah. you have to do chores and you have to decide <laughs> who's gonna do those damn chores, <laughs> right. do you love that person in that moment? That's right. why. That's why I tell people if you're gonna get married, you should strongly live with them. For right. Yeah. Truly, it could be something little well, like throw like, you off, like you don't pick up your socks. There, yeah. are, <laughs> there are ebbs and flows in every relationship, and like I, like I can attest to the fact that like at the beginning of this previous relationship I was in, that like the feelings were so strong at the mm-hmm. beginning, and then and then it dips, and like mm-hmm. and then there's like some seasonal depression kind of stuff involved, and like and like it dips then, but then when it's nice out and you're out doing nice things, like then you feel things, and then. And then we moved in together and like things were great like for a year yeah. after we moved in together and like and we were super happy but then things like took a mm-hmm. took more of a dip and um you just have to decide what you're comfortable with putting yeah. up with and you know and I and and my new thing is cuz everybody's asking me if I'm if I'm dating yet mm-hmm. that's that's the cuz uh, apparently that's what I need to do in order to make everybody else happy and they'll ask me like are, are you dating yet and I'm like no oh well you'll find somebody do I need yeah, right. somebody cuz like I think I'm pretty awesome as I am oh, right God, now and I'm real happy like and I and I got into an argument with somebody about it recently because they were like well, you know, it just said the partnership and whatever. And I was like, without that person, I can say that I am happy mm-hmm. every day. Yeah. Not all day, every day, but I'm happy every day. Yeah. I love my job and I love my friends mm-hmm. and I love my dog. And like, <laughs> I'm happy every day. And not everybody can say that. Yeah. And I can say that without having this other person in my life that everybody thinks I need to have. Yeah. And so. That's such a great mindset. When you told me that you got out of this long-term relationship, yeah. I I did want to ask you, like, yeah, was it hard? Get it, like after, yeah. Like, oh, when the, you found oh, yeah. out, and just like, yeah, you wake up the next day, and everything probably felt different. Yeah, when I was still living with him. Yeah, like I I still I lived with him for a month mm-hmm. after the breakup, and like that was rough. Yes. That was really hard and I was really sad. Yeah. I was sad a lot. I spent a lot mm-hmm. of time being sad. And and I it slowly got less sad, but I was still angry. Mm-hmm. And I went through, you know, the the levels of grieving that you go through, right. you know, and and um and it was kind of like for some reason, the holidays like just have such a weight to them. For what reason, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But like, I my milestone was like getting through the holidays, and then in January, I was like ready to take on the world. Nice. Like I'm ready. Like right now, I'm in like a transition home. Like I'm I'm living in somebody's basement. Somebody that somebody who is so amazing and yeah. offered me this space. Yeah. Knowing that I needed it. And like now I'm ready to get my own place and I'm and I'm ready to just take this next step into my independent life. Yeah. You know, Oh my God. Yeah. I love that. I'm glad that you're in that space, too, because like we said, when you told me that that sucks. And I know how hard coming just immediately out of something like that can be. And the only medicine for that is kind of time. Right. And I know there's some been some time in between. And so now that you're in a much better place. Yeah. I love that. I love hearing that. I have an incredible support net. Yeah. Like I like I had 
three girlfriends that I called right away. Nice. One of them, one of them came and picked me up, and the other two were like met us at her apartment, and they were just and they and they just like checked in on me all the time. Mm-hmm. Like even if I didn't have anything to say, they were just like just letting you know I'm thinking about you, whatever. Yeah. And like, and my parents are so supportive. Like you know, Jan and Brian, yeah. they're they're amazing, you know, and they're just they're so supportive and. Um, and Quan was amazing. Oh my God. During all of it. So he's, he is, he's so incredible. He's a quality person. He's, he's so incredible. And I, I love my job so much. Yeah. Um, and I think a big part of that is him too. Like that I have him in my life to, and he, oh God, he's just the nicest man. He is. How, how is he so great? And so, <laughs> so, I mean, he was super supportive. Other, other colleagues were very supportive and I just, I have, it really just showed me, not that I needed to be shown but it like really proved that i have forced it i have people in my life that care about me and will take care of me mm-hmm. and so that's why that's why i don't need a man in my life Damn grandma right. you're an independent woman okay <laughs> so shoot all right uh i have to pee really bad you too so <laughs> i feel like every podcast ends with you saying like Dude, i gotta pee i gotta pee so i have the i'm a small d small and a d. small bladder, small bladder. <laughs> uh will you tell mr kwan to come holla at us uh, then? 100 i will and then if you ever have something big that you want to get off your chest yeah you have to come back oh on. my god i'd love you're to great you're a great speaker thank you yeah Thank you. I have had such a blast. Thank you for coming on. You ready for this Playboy? Uh, nope. Yeah, I totally forgot. So keep stalling. <laughs> oh there. my God, stalling. Well, so I, the other day I was. So the, Rhode Island, not a state, not Rhode not Island. Discuss. Uh, I mean, you don't have to read it. You I don't, don't remember all the stuff. Okay. What is that? our Twitter? Is at QUP Podcast. <laughs> What's our Facebook? Uh, our Facebook is just Quality Under Pressure Podcast. Uh, you can listen to all your favorite podcast spots and. Uh, Go ahead and send us an email at qualityunderpressure at gmail.com. We'll catch you later. Bye.